Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to episode four of the Past Curfew podcast. So, uh, yeah, we don't have like a lot to talk about, but there's some things. There's some yeah, things. Definitely some things. So, uh, the Grammys were tonight, which, I mean, fuck the Grammys. I was just interested to see who would really win. I didn't watch it, you know? I just read afterwards who won. Sure. Um, I guess the, the big one, uh, rap album of the year... I'm not too happy about. What's Nor your opinions on I, that, Josh? I'm, I'm pretty pissed about it. So, uh, the nominees for uh, album for rap album of the year it was a uh, Mac Miller with "Swimming," Nipsey Hussle "Victory Lap," um, Astroworld, Travis Scott in uh, Daytona "Pusha T," and the winner of these albums, Cardi B's "Invasion of Privacy." Now. There's a, there's, a, there's a couple things wrong with that. Well, there's more than a couple things. Yeah, yeah. Everything is wrong with that. Now, listen, I support Cardi B. Um, I, you know, I don't like every single song that she does, you know. Um, but rap album of the year. You know, I'll, I'll put it this way. I have yet to hear a Cardi B song that I actually like. But I fully support her being her and doing all these numbers and shit but she's also the first female to win uh, a rap album of the year yeah which is big that's big you know yeah it's definitely huge for her but uh I I think what we're trying to get at here is that it's not the best rap album of the year no um Daytona in my book is I mean I, I love I think like we were talking about earlier artistically I think Swimming by Mac Miller is the best album, but um, pure rap wise, now I haven't listened to uh, Nipsey Hussle's album, but you have, right? Yeah. So would you say that that's better than Daytona? In some regards, yes. You know, Nipsey, he's one of those guys. He knows how to make a good album. He knows how to make an album that's not seven fucking songs long. Yeah. And really, but that's not to the detriment of Pusha T, though, because he didn't really well, have yeah. a choice in that, because Kanye basically made them all do that. Yeah, and really, that was my biggest issue with Daytona, was it was just too short. But I think, um, and, and honestly, I'd rather have an album that's too short than too long. I mean, yeah. Because like, albums that are too long mostly aren't good all the way through. Like, yeah. Let's just be real. I mean... If you guys can name an album that is really long, that's really good, then I take it back, but I, I have yet to see one. Now, you know what I wouldn't mind being really, really long? Huh? Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Well, yeah, that's, that's different, though, because there's so many different rappers. Yeah. Like, so many. Like, you have tons of, you know, it's all of Dreamville and all their guests and friends on there, like, so, like that's, that's different than the Migos, like, their album was really long, like, because their style is so repetitive. Yeah. Like, Dreamville, they're all diverse, and they're having all diverse guests, you know? So that's, sure. that's what'll keep it interesting. Sure. So, yeah, if, if that turned out to be, like, 20-something tracks, I'd be totally cool with that. Yeah. But, yeah, Daytona, like, I love the production, you know? I think Kanye did a good job, you know, say what you will about him. I think I think that's probably his best-produced album out of all of the uh, seven-track ones that dropped. But I don't know, that's... The Kids See Ghost album was really well-produced, though, too, so I don't know, but... Daytona had really good production. Yeah. And also his definitely. rapping, you know, and that's what started the Drake beef mm-hmm. with Infrared. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of, I don't know. I, I don't think Cardi should have won that. 
I think that's the popular pick. Sure. Because it's Cardi B. Right. But that shouldn't have been the winner. But that's how the Grammys are, man. You know, I, I think for most people, it, their order, well, I, maybe not most people, but I think a lot of people, their order, they would have had Cardi B and then Travis, then yeah. probably Pusha, Mac, then Nipsey. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I definitely feel like Nipsey's the least known but out of these people. And he's been in the game for a yeah. minute. I mean, he's just... Yeah, he's been around a, a while. He's, he's one of my... One of my favorite rappers that nobody seems to really mm-hmm. fuck with. Yeah. Um, I think Mac wouldn't have gotten the, the nomination if he didn't die. Right. Like, I'm just being honest with you. Now, do you think Pusha T would have gotten the nomination if he didn't have a yes. Drake diss? Yes. I know we've talked about this a little bit, but... Yes. Because Infrared, that wasn't a... Would remind me, though, was that like an entire diss track or was it just a couple lines? Um, I have to relive because that's I, I actually pulled it up remember. earlier because I, the album because I wanted to re-listen to it, but um, I I, I don't think I think it would have because Pusha T, he's kind of, I mean he just like I think he's kind of big like he just signed like a multi-million dollar deal with like Adidas or something, right. and, like he's also like I said he's the CEO of Good Music or um no or yeah he's a CEO, uh he's been in the game for years yeah years and years and years like with his brother and then he went off and did his own thing i mean this was his first i think big i think it was definitely his biggest commercial album sure um which i'm sure some people did listen to it because of um the drake disc but i think i see a lot of love for pusha so i really do think that this would have been nominated either way see i i that's i disagree with you there i I don't necessarily think this album would have gotten as much critical acclaim if you will i think it would have they're not yeah but like they're not just saying something that gets it in, in people's mouths more. yeah but they're not just saying that the track the drake diss is good actually well, nobody even yeah. talks about that if, if you if anybody who talks about that diss talks about the story of uh of whatever it's called that's uh, true yeah nobody even brings up in fred that just started it i yeah. think i think most people like it for the production and his his rapping skill which is on every song so okay. I, I mean plus uh who did he have feature wise he had rick ross um, let um me pull it up. Which you know, if I remember correctly, like that was a pretty good feature. I think he had one other one. Yeah. Um, it might have been the same song with Rick. Ross. No, I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but yeah, I think it was a given that Astro World would be nominated. Sure. I'm surprised Nipsey's album did get nominated. I'm surprised Kod didn't. I'm surprised Kod yeah. didn't take that spot. Yeah, I'm surprised Kod. Didn't I mean I personally think that Victory Lap definitely should have been nominated. Yeah. Um, but Grammy wise, you know what I'm saying? Like like what the Grammys would have picked, I'm just surprised they didn't pick J. Cole's album. Right. Or even Scorpion. Like I don't like Scorpion, but this is the Grammys we're talking about here. I mean I think you said it before though, Scorpion's not really a rap rap album. Yeah. And I think they kinda saw it that way too. Mm. Um I don't know. I I just I'm I'm really salty that Cardi won. I am too. Like, absolutely. Okay, so... Okay, so Pusha had uh, Kanye and oh. Rick Ross. Those were the only two features. Yeah. Um, Hard Piano with Rick Ross and What Would Meek Do With, with Ye. My favorite song on it was uh, If You Know You Know. Yeah, I think that's probably my favorite one too. Yeah. They're, they're all really good songs though. I mean, I, that's, I was like actually really su- surprised with that album. And like I think 
by having an album so short, which it shouldn't have been, like, I don't, don't get me wrong, it should have been longer, but mm. by having it so short, it makes it more likely for me to like every song. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think that helped. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's definitely might be the best one that he did when he, when he, sure. like, when Kanye dropped out the seven track albums. It might be the best one out of all sure. of them. Now, do you feel that Kid See Ghost was good enough for Grammy buzz, or do you think do you think it got snubbed out of the Grammys, or do you think it just wasn't quite to that level? If anything, it should have got recognition for production, which okay. I don't know if there's an award for production. Sure, but that album was great production wise. Like all yeah. this, yeah. Like I mean, they're all all their verses were good too, but I think the production was like the the big part of that album sure yeah because he also um i kind of was biased towards one song um because he you they used a uh, kurt cobain's guitar sample right and they made a whole song out of it so i was definitely like into that song because i love nirvana and i was also i mean just the whole album was pretty decent um but i mean moving on from that though uh rap song so the nominees were God's Plan by your boy Drake. Uh, then we had Lucky You, Eminem and Joyner Lucas. When by uh, Kendrick J. It's by J, but Kendrick just has ad libs. I don't yeah. even know why he's on that, to be honest. He's listed first for whatever yeah. reason, but uh, then King's Dead and then Sicko Mode. F- future ruined King's Dead for me. Yeah. Ruined it. Like, yeah. And supposedly Kendrick told him to keep that part in because that was the best part of his verse. Because he was just goofing around when he did that. Okay. And he won um, a Grammy for it because they won Best Performance. Okay. So, I mean, he did win a Grammy for that song. <laughs> but I think either way, they would have won that. Yeah, I don't think it needed that. The, the la-di-da-di-da part. La-di-da-di-da. <laughs> But anyway, the winner was God's plan. Yeah. No surprise there. How do you feel about that? Um, Like I said, I, I think... Well, I mean, maybe substance-wise it's the best one on here. Um, But either Lucky You or Win should have been the winner. Yeah, I, I think Lucky You should have had that. But I'm, on, I'm an Eminem fanboy, so, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's... Sicko Mode was I like the I like how the beat changes so I like that song I do like Sicko Mode like it became it became kind of a, like a meme at this point sure but I do think it, was, it had really good production on it. I like Travis on that I even like Drake on that song I mean but I I don't know about best rap song I, nah okay. I don't know I think it, yeah either Win or Lucky You okay but um, oh yeah let's uh, see. So best the, new artist. Yeah, best new artist, which is Luke Combs. I, mean, I don't listen to country, but hasn't he been around a minute? I feel like he has. I have no idea, though. And also, that, uh, is it, how do you say it? BB Rexa? Yeah. Hasn't she been around a minute, too? <laughs> I mean, she had that, you know, song one of, argue, yeah, arguably one of the most popular songs she's been on with G Easy. And that came out in... 2017, I think? No, it was before that. Because it was me, myself, and I. I feel like I remember hearing that when I was still in high school. Oh, I don't know about that. Here, I'll just look up when that song dropped. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, but so so the the nominees will go through the whole whole list. Uh, Dua Lipa, Luke Combs, BB Rexa, Margot Price, her, um, Chloe X Hale, Holly Hale, Haley, I don't fucking know. Uh, Greta Van Fleet and Georgia Smith. It uh, came out three years ago, but they had that other song that came out last year. FFF, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, is that like the only song? When wasn't she on another big song too? I feel like she was. Like it, she had a few bigger songs she last won, year. She had she had one six months ago. I'm a mess. I don't know if I've ever heard it. Yeah, that was kind of one of another bigger ones that she did. Uh, Say my name with David Guetta, or whatever. Hmm. Oh, meant to be with Florida Georgia Line. Okay, that was probably her, that's her biggest song. That was a year ago. Okay. When do you think you should be cut off from? Being a new artist. I think it's a one-year thing. I think that's what it should be. I know that's not what it is for the Grammys. Um, well, yeah, because if that song dropped three years ago, she's not a new artist. Right. She's not a new artist. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you say, she's not a new artist. Like, I even think, I don't like his music, but Juice World should have been nominated for that. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because uh, like, he's, you know, he's newer. Yeah, another more one. More newer than she is. Yeah. You know, like, another... Uh, Greta Van Fleet they're not, they're not like brand new they've been making music for a while yeah. you know um and they were nominated uh yeah uh her Margot Price I don't even know who Margot Price is yeah neither do I I don't know I don't know if these people are like if the ones I don't know are country or not you know cause I don't listen to country so yeah like who's Chloe X Haley yeah I don't I have no idea I know Georgia Smith cause she's hot but I don't know <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't but, really have too much to say about the new artist. Yeah, because, Dua Lipa won. You know, I don't... And she was signed in 2015, I looked up, so... Yeah. She, yeah, she's new, for sure, definitely new. I yeah. Mean, her debut album came out in 2017, but that's still even two years ago. Yeah. You know, so, fuck. I don't, I don't know how I feel about all that crap, but... I guess it is what it is. Yeah, um... Yeah. What other uh, notable uh... rock album of the year? So see, I don't even I don't even know all these rock bands for the most part. Well, I guess I, I do know some of these. I know every single band on here. I don't know Ghost. Ghost is crazy. <laughs> I'll show you Ghost later. It, is it, it's, is it's it like crazy. hardcore? Yeah, I don't it's kind of crazy. But... So so uh, the nominees for best rock album of the year uh, from the Fires by Greta Van Fleet. Uh, prequel by Ghost, Mania by Fallout Boy. The singles I heard from that were so shit. Yeah. I don't know about the album, but uh, Rain or Fog by Alice in Chains and Pacific Daydream by Weezer. I didn't even know Alice in Chains dropped a new album. Neither did I. Um, did they have they have a new vocal guy then. Well, because lead singer died like yeah. years ago, so yeah. I didn't even know they kept making music. I've only listened to the the albums that they have with him. So yeah. I don't know. And then Weezer. Pacific Daydream. So, I actually haven't heard... The only album on this that I've heard is uh, From the Fires by Greta Van Fleet. I really enjoyed that album. I think Greta Van Fleet is probably one of the best rock bands out today that's newer. Um, And they won. Yeah, they won. Ghost, I've always liked Ghost's music. It's it's a little crazy, but I've always liked it. Alice in Chains, I've always liked Alice in Chains. Weezer, eh. Yeah, they, Give have, or take. they have some good songs. The the sweater song is an amazing song. Yeah. 
Um, let's see what else we got. Rap slash sung performance. Ooh. So, okay, this is a... I like this. I like these nominees. So we got This Is America by Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Uh, All the Stars by Kendrick and SZA. Pretty Little Fears by J. Cole and Black. Rockstar by Post Malone and 21 Savage. And Like I Do by Christina Aguilera and Goldlink. Which I didn't know they had a song together, so that's kind of cool. I yeah, I had I not like heard Goldlink is underrated as fuck. He's yeah. got a lot of good songs. Definitely. Um, um, so This Is America won. Uh, how I, do you feel about that? I mean, I think that's a given. I think I think it should have won, to be honest with you, because that this the um just what that song's about sure. and how it was reflecting what you know the African American community was going through. I think. I mean that when that song came out, it was number it went to number one on the Billboard. Like that so, that song spoke to a lot of people. Like it kind of fizzled out after that. Sure. But for that moment, that song like I think it really everybody was talking about it. You know, like even my even my uh, teacher played it um, in class. Okay. Because it was my senior year. You know when it dropped and he played it in class to the like I, I don't know. I think that song was just. I think I'm I'm actually glad it won. Um, I mean, the it's not the better song out of all of these, but I mean, I think it just for what it stands for. Okay. I think Pretty Little Fears is the be- is the better song. I do too. I was I'm I'm glad you said that before me because I didn't want to kind of like oh well you know I'm ignoring what you say about how that how this is America was yeah. good for the, yeah so yeah I I agree I think Pretty Little Fears was a better song. I'm glad Rockstar didn't win. Yeah. Because I like that song, but that's not a. That's not a Grammy winner to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm glad that that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. Oh yeah, about just while we're talking about Rockstar, um, I was reading that Jay Z hired lawyers for Twenty One Savage, like his own lawyers. Really? Yeah. So, Interesting. Like, yeah, so they're like trying to get him out. Interesting. He's being held in like a detention thing right now. Right. Like, which is just like. It's so ridiculous, and like apparently he is—he's been waiting for his visa to go through, like the last couple of years. Okay. It's like, how are you gonna arrest a man for it? But I mean, it also did recently come out that um apparently there was a gun found in the car, so that's just a whole other reason that they could keep him. Sure. But yeah, I mean, other than that though. So best R&B song, "Boot Up," by LMA. Uh, come through and chill. That's, that's a good uh, song. Miguel and Cole and uh. Salam Remy, uh, Long as I Live, Tony Braxton, Antonio Dixon, Paul something or other, uh, and then Feels Like Summer, uh, which is Gambino. That's a given. I don't like Boot Up, but I knew that was gonna win. Yeah, like I just be real. That's that song was so big. It Everybody's... really was. I mean, all the remixes and shit that people were doing, and yeah. And my only problem with uh, Come Through and Chill is that. The second verse, Trump, or not, he, J. Cole talked about Trump. And, right. like, he went really political. And it's, like, it's a song about, like, a girl coming through and chilling. Yeah. And, like, the first verse, you nailed it. Why are you going to go off on the second verse now and just start doing some weird stuff? Like, like, I'm all up for the whole political rap. Like, you do you. But, like, not on a song like that. You know what I'm right, saying? It's kind right. of it's weird. It, the vibe's weird. Sure. So, best rap performance. King's Dead. Bublin, Sicko Mode, and Be Careful. Be I Careful is another great. one. Uh, oh, oh yeah, you're right. There is. Uh, nice, nice for what? what? Which I do like that song. I do too. 
Um, but so, the, yeah, the winner, the winners, which does not make sense to me. It does not make sense how you can have two winners tied. Like, like the Grammys picks the winner. So how do you have two people tied? Yeah, it's not like I don't know. But anyway, Keen's Dead by Kendrick in Future and J Rock, and then Bubbling. Which I mean, I know you didn't like Bubbling, but I love that song. So yeah, I mean, it's it's all right, but um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have had any other winners for this category. Yeah, I don't think Nice for What was deserving. I don't think Sicko Mode is deserving. And well, I don't like Cardi B at all. So uh, her music. I don't even remember Be Careful. I think I remember Be Careful, but I don't know if I liked it or not. Yeah. Uh, let's see. R and B album. So her, my her. Uh, Sex and Cigarettes by Tony Braxton. Gumbo Unplugged by P J Morton. Honestly by Lala Hathaway, and Good Thing by Leon Bridges. I think her was deserving of uh of that win. I mean, I've heard of the last three. I only <laughs> know Tony Braxton and her, and I didn't even listen to either of those albums. Fair enough. So I really don't know who should have won that. Moving on then. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh yeah, let's talk about this non-classical producer. So the nominees were Pharrell Williams, Kanye West, Linda Perry, uh, Boy Wanda. Oh yeah, Boy, Boy Wanda. Wanda. Okay, and then Larry Klein. Now, Kanye should have won. Absolutely agree with that. Boy Wanda's a good producer, though. He is, and he produced some of the some of the high, some of the best songs. Well, not necessarily best, but some of the most popular songs of the year. No Limit is actually a good song. Yeah. Have you heard the remix to that? There's a lot of people on that. Yeah, I have. They added like four other people. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Um. But Ye should have won. Like, Kanye should have won that. I think this is one of his best producing years ever. Yeah. He did how many albums? How many was that? Five. Five? Yeah. Because Nas' album was good production. Definitely. I didn't like it as much as other Nas' projects, but production-wise it was good. Uh-huh. Uh, Kitsy Ghost was was great. Um, we already talked about, you know, uh, Daytona, Daytona was great. Yep. Uh, Ye was okay. Um, and then uh, Tiana Taylor's album, which I didn't listen to. Actually, I do. I actually want to listen to it because I, I actually like her, but um, right. I just haven't got around to it. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, kind of should have won. Yeah, um, definitely. But back to the No Limit song real quick. The remix has French Montana, okay? Yeah. And what's your opinion on French Montana real quick? Because he's the most boring rapper to me ever. Like, he is not special in any way. <laughs> Does it, He doesn't have one good song where he's on it. Like, he, he's got good songs in... The other person on the song is what kills it. Like, the song with um, Sway Lee. Sway uh-huh. Lee is the best part of that song. Like, French Montana is so boring on that song. He's just got the most boring flow. And he's not rap. He's rapping about basically this. I don't I can't even think about what he raps about. Because it's like, there's <laughs> no substance. Okay, well, I'll put it this way. I don't hate him, but I don't love him. I don't. I haven't seen anything that blows me away. And I haven't seen anything that's make, that makes me just go, And you're fucking garbage. I mean, he's garbage to me because he doesn't offer anything. Like, I mean, sure. I, now, of course, I haven't really listened to much. You know, I've only really listened to songs he's been featured on, and I didn't mind him on, I, on certain on just, some of the songs I've heard. He, he, so. just, he kills the momentum of any song he's on. <laughs> like in my opinion, it's just, okay, that's fair. So that when that remix dropped, I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like that's a good song. And you're <laughs> right. Gonna, I don't. I don't remember his verse or anything, but uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So moving on. Um, 
you know we're, we're going through a lot of these other top like uh topics or whatever um categories i guess uh most of them we don't care about. So if you're interested in that, then, you know, go look that up yourself. Uh, oops. Uh, I think we can talk about this. I guess we could. Score soundtrack for visual media. So for movies. Yeah. Um, uh, Black Panther 1. I mean, obviously that soundtrack was phenomenal. Kendrick <laughs> just took that and fucking destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Um. Blade Runner 2049, I've heard that was an alright, uh, alright soundtrack. I've heard, I know the Star Wars Last Jedi soundtrack was alright. Star Wars always has good music. Yeah, and by alright for that one, I mean obviously good, because John Williams Mm -hmm. is just, he's John Williams, you know. Then Coco and Shape of Water. Yeah. Which, I haven't seen Shape of Water, but it's on my list. Same. Um, Yo, uh... I just recently watched The Godfather again, and yep. um, that has, I think, my favorite theme song of anything. Yeah? Yeah. Like, the, the it's so tragic, and it, like, fits that movie so well. But, yeah, like, <clears throat> if that came out today, that sh- that soundtrack should win every fucking award. Sure. Um, but, yeah, so what other uh, categories? Anything, well, anything interesting? I'm not seeing anything else that I really care to get into right now. Yeah, I, I think the biggest one was just the motherfucking Cardi B win with the best rap album. Um, another thing, too, is like I saw on Twitter, uh, Cyrus actually tweeted out, you can't have, like, you, I don't think you can be the winner of that when you don't write your own lyrics. And I kind of think that's fair in a way. Sure. Um you're you're get you're getting credit for having the best rap album when you didn't even write your songs like someone else wrote them for you all you did was rap it on the mic and it's not like her raps were anything that like blew me away either like because right. we listened i don't know if you remember but we listened to most of that album when it dropped yeah we did um and yeah i remember thinking like eh you know it just i don't know it just kind of rubs me the wrong way what what ended up winning Oh, I think uh, This Is America won Best Music Video. Okay. Yeah, I think I remember reading that. Which, um, I'm Not Racist is a good video. It man. is. Yeah, I don't think there. Yeah, there's not really anything else Grammy-wise that I want to get into. I don't really... I don't care about the country side of things. Oh, so. I mean, I guess Ariana Grande was super pissed Mac didn't win, though. Right. She tweeted out, Fuck this is garbage and then deleted it <laughs> but then, people got it people took screenshots like immediately didn't she win something i think she won something i don't know though for um, her album sweetener i thought yeah i think i remember seeing that let me go all the way back through this list here awkward silences are awkward but so but yeah i think Award shows are just dying, dude. Like sure. they're having less and less viewers. More and more artists are just saying "fuck you." Like it's just, in the in people just get super pissed because they they never really pick good choices. They pick the most popular choice or who they think you know that they want. Like like who who they think people want to win. Like it's, I don't know. It's like if you're gonna give awards out, especially a prestigious award show like the Grammys. Like, I think they should really put thought into who they're giving it to. People that are deserving of it. 
and you know i don't know it just bothers me yeah no i i agree with you there um oh yeah i think there it is yeah pop vocal album ariana grande won it for sweetener uh which is a given yeah and i i don't know i kind of think it she's the biggest artist out out of anyone on that list right now even over taylor swift yeah right now I feel like it was kind of deserved, though. I don't know. I thought... I, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't have an issue I mean, with I haven't listened to any of these albums. I'm just saying it is a given. Like, I yeah. mean, you really think Pink's going to win over over Ariana Grande or Taylor Swift? Like, right. If, if Ariana didn't win, Taylor would have won. Pro- yeah. Or maybe Shawn Mendes. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. I guess we can just move on from this list. It's just going to aggravate me the more we talk about it. (laughs) Right, I can tell you're getting aggravated. So uh, we're going to take a brief break. Uh, I got to piss. So, yeah, we'll be back momentarily. Hello, everyone. We're back. Um, So this is the time um, normally in our podcast where we will have like a sponsor segment or if an artist has reached out to us, we will sponsor um, your music or you know um your new songs that are coming out you know basically whatever uh if you would like to sponsor us or or yeah if you would like to sponsor us or or if you would like us to um talk about your music just uh hit us up at past curfew 2019 at gmail.com um that's past curfew 2019 at gmail.com yeah so let's get back into the goodness though all right so let's see what do we want to talk about next so I, let's just keep going on with the music. Uh, so the rapper Dax, who's done some stuff with Hobson, um, I don't know if he's really collabed with anyone other, like other than Hobson, that's like notable. Uh, I don't know about notable, but you know he's kind of one of those YouTube rapper guys. Yeah, yeah, he's a YouTube rapper, but I mean he's good for what he, for being a YouTube rapper, he's really dope. Sure. Um, he recently came out with a diss track towards Tory Lanez, because uh, Tory Lanez was calling for all the smoke. And Dax brought it to him, and he didn't like it. Because I don't know if you saw, but Tory Lanez pulled up on Dax in the street and made him apologize. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of fucked up. I think it kind of makes Tory a little bitch, because you're, you're asking for smoke, and then you get smoke. And you don't want the smoke when you get the smoke. People were saying, man, <laughs> he, he, uh, people were saying he killed Tory Lanez so hard that Tory Lanez wanted an apology. I, <laughs> man. Um, The diss track is... I think it's the best diss track anyone's had against him, in my opinion. Up to this point, yeah, yeah, probably. It's it's like he's got great wordplay. He's good. Like disses without like he says I'm gonna like J Cole you. You know, like I'm gonna school you and like uh-huh. you know instead of just straight dissing, like he, it's like he's teaching like a lesson. It's Dax deserves credit for that diss track. Definitely. I mean, it has 1.3 million views in two days, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, if you don't know what it's called, it's called uh, I'm Not Joiner or Don Q. Yeah, because Don Q released the diss track, I'm Not Joiner. Yep. And Dax was like, okay. See, a lot of people were saying, too, like, how come you going to pull up on Dax but not Don Q? Because Don Q, he knows Don Q's got shooters. <laughs> right, right. So that's why. Um, I, I want to see Tori respond. I, I really want to see him actually do a song back at Dax. I want to see this kind of go back and forth a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there's lots of rap beefs going on right now and i don't know if it's legitimate or you know or if it's all for show because like chris brown and offset right are beefing right now on instagram yeah 
And like I don't I don't know if this is all for just you know because a lot of the things that happen nowadays is just a lot of it's set up and stuff so it just makes you think like are they really beefing or what? But yeah, he definitely. I mean, I think either way, even if it's a fake beef, I think it's good for the rap game. It gets people. I mean, I guess, but I'd rather have real than fake. I mean, sure, but even if it's fake, if it gets people motivated to make make those songs that they haven't made, yeah, you know. I think um, that's cool. Like, I, I'm sure Don Q, actually, like, that was a real, like, because he was calling for smoke, so rappers were like, okay. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what Dax did. Yeah. So, speaking of uh, beef, I guess, uh, <clears throat> you saw that uh, clip of that interview with Spice One. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's funny. As fuck, to now, be honest. Now, what's your take on, on everything he was saying as a whole? So, if y'all guys didn't hear that, so basically, uh, Spice One called out the Migos for being, uh, his words, not mine, uh, fags. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he basically, he's trying to say that, you know, you can't call yourself, like, the best rap group and you're going to diss Bone Thugs when Bone Thugs paved the way for you and they have songs with Biggie, Pac, Easy e they, you know, and also, like, I mean... He's just obviously really pissed off. And he's right, though. Like, no other old heads will say that shit. Sure. Um, he, You know, he's calling for respect. And the way I kind of look at it is, if you're calling for respect, you should do it in a respectful way. You shouldn't just be Yeah, but Migos like, aren't being respectful. Well, I get that. I get that. But, They're, I don't know. I just... I Spice One's just sick of the disrespect. I mean, I get that. But I think he could have... I don't know. I feel like there would have been a better way to think about it though. If he was like, "Hey man, can can we have some respect?" Well, I'm not saying like I'm not saying like be be a bitch about it. But I don't know, know, man. I just didn't think it was cool just being like y'all dress like some gay fags and shit. Like I don't know. I mean, to to old school, they do like compared to what rappers today dress like compared to rappers in the '90s. They that type of shit. They would have been fucking. Be back in the nineties if they're wearing that shit. Definitely. Like, I don't know. I I do have. I do think that he's totally right though. Like, they can't call themselves the best rap group when you have Outkast, Wu Tang Clan, Bone Thugs. Like, where the fuck do? Who the fuck are you influencing? In like influencing? Like, who the fuck? Like, just because you're selling stuff, because like people like like your garbage ass music. I mean, the Migos have hits. And they have songs that I like. But Culture 2 is full of just shitty music. Mm. And it's they don't have that consistency. They can't do rap stuff like solo. Like the Wu-Tang Clan have proved they can. They've all went their own ways. They've all done their own albums. And sure. they've all sold well. Um, like Bone Thugs, you know, they've they've kind of done some of their own things. And some of them have been successful. The Migos can't. Like, they can't. Like, everybody says, like, Quavo's album was kind of shitty. Like, it was just same song every mm-hmm. single fucking track. And Takeoffs was alright, but like how strong is he is he as an independent artist? Can he right. do that multiple times? Can he produce and there was no substance in that album either. It's just all mindless stuff and like I think Offset is taking time because he probably heard what they were saying about every other album from mm-hmm. Migos and was like, Oh shit, I wanna make this album the best. So that's probably why, because it was supposed to come out what in December? I think that's originally when it's been like two, we were, three months they were now, talking dude. About it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So he definitely was taking time off of it. It comes out on the 22nd of this month now. Um, but yeah, look I, out for our review on that. Yeah, we'll review it. Um, I'm hoping it's better than both of them. But yeah, I, I just don't think. 
I mean, Outkast hasn't made, I mean, Big Boy has made solo albums, but Andre 2000 hasn't even made a solo album, and some people consider him one of the greatest rappers of all time, if not the greatest in some people's eyes. Sure. And he hasn't even had a solo album yet. So, like, that's that's big. Like, yeah. the Migos will never get that credit. There will be people that say they like him, but there's nobody gonna, that's going to say that they're the best rappers of all time. And, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Absolutely. You can sit there and talk your shit about being the best rap group, but it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely. I don't know. Um, let's see. You want to get into some new music? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, let's start with what's on our list. Uh, Ollie Joseph and Apollo, they just dropped their first song together. Um, it's called Elephant. Uh, and they both going dumb hard. Yeah. One of the hardest songs Ollie's done since uh since back in the day, uh, when he used to go by OJ Creep Mob. Uh shout out to y'all if y'all know if y'all know about that OJ Creep Mob shit and that computers remix. That that shit was dumb fire. Um great song. Check yeah. it out. Uh I think next up Royce to five nine. Nickel, he dropped a new track. Called Field N-Word. Well, Negro's not the N-Word, but it's called I mean, Field Negro. Yeah. Um, um, man, just, what yeah. a great song. I, I want more production uh, by him on his own songs, because he produced that, and it was one of the best. Pr- I loved the production on that. Um, first, It's a six-minute long song, and he's fully rapping about some real shit the entire time. Like, I think, I mean, I think I've said it before on this podcast, but Royce is one of the best rappers of all time. Like, yeah. For real, though. Like, his flow, lyrics, just everything. Um, It's just, it, it's such a great fucking song. And he man. was saying that he wasn't dissing anybody on there. Like, he mentioned people, and the, some of it sounded like, you know, some some kind of subliminals, but... He said he he didn't intend to diss anyone. He was just talking about the state of hip hop. Sure. Because he mentions sure. um I think Wale, and yeah, Kanye. Uh, I believe. Let me see if I can find that line. Oh. Yeah, um, Tori. Okay, I did it my way without all the complaining and the whining all day like Kanye or Wale. Yeah. That's he, kind of like I know he it wasn't his goal to be dissing people, but that's kind of a that's kind of a diss to Ye and Wale. Yeah. And, I mean, but it's true. Wale fucking bitches and complains about everything. Connie does, too. Yeah. He really has been. Um, and then he says, I'm not here for the crown, nor Tory Lane's cheddar. Yeah. Which, yeah, so I, he's not... Yeah, he, it was more about the message than trying to diss people. But like, Definitely. But, that, but that's why he got so mad about it, because people were just like, dude, okay, so Royce just dissed, you know, Wale, Royce just dissed Kanye. It's like, that's not what he wants you to, like, sure. realize from that song. He doesn't want you to take that away. He wants you to take the message of the entire song. And, you know? and don't get me wrong, I'm not taking it as this was a diss track calling out motherfuckers that he wants to right. smoke with. Because that's not what it was. This was a song talking about what's going on. Yeah. You know, he talks about Kaepernick in the NFL. He talks just a bunch of real shit about everything that's going on with with, with the black community mm-hmm. today. You know. And, dude, there's a lot of fucked up shit going on. Yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah, that was just a fucking incredible song. He says, my grind Sean Carter as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it was a good song. Uh, how do you rate it? Out of, like, out of 10? That's got to be like a 9. I give it a 10. Because it's like everything... I mean, unless you're looking for music to make you, like, you know, hype and, like... Or, you know, but, like, if we're talking just pure rapping, a pure rap song, it's got the lyrics, it's got the substance, it's got the beat, it's got the, you know, everything. People were saying how he's, like... he. People were saying that he was rapping off beat. Like, I see why they're saying that, but I think he... It was more of, like, he just had so much to say, and he was just going, and he was, like, going on the beat. And, like, yeah. so, yeah, so at some point it was off beat, but I think that was kind of the purpose of it. Um, I mean, Blueface can do, does it off beat and gets love for it, so... Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, the only reason I don't rank it a 10 is because while I think the beat was fantastic and I think the production was fantastic, it's not, it's not my favorite beat I've ever heard, you know? Well, I mean, it's not my favorite, but I still give it a 10. I, I love the beat. Like, just cause it's not my favorite, you know, I'm not going to knock it down cause of it, but sure. I mean... Yeah, especially I was so surprised when I found out he produced it. I was like, dude, fuck yeah, okay, like, do that more often. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see. It just got that chill, uh, laid back kind of style to it. What are you yeah. looking for? I was just trying to verify that it was It says right up at the top. Oh, does it? Yeah. Race produced oh, by Oh, yeah, it does say that, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so. He should do that more often, though. Definitely. Uh... Yeah, just all around great song. Go but, check it out. <laughs> yeah, uh, but moving on from that, uh, Wiz Khalifa and Currency dropped a project, which I think it's been a while in the making. Um, we didn't listen to it all. No, we but, listened to a few yeah, songs cause, and cause got we were just distracted. Driving around. Yeah, we were, yeah we got distracted. It's a good. What we heard was great. Yeah, what we like, heard was yeah, good. it was good. I mean, Wiz seems like he's on top of his game. Currency's on top of his game. The production sounded really good. Um. And I, I think they have some notable producers on there. I don't remember who at this moment, but I think they do have some notable producers. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, from what we heard, though, we heard a couple songs on it. It was. It was really good. I think what what did we get through like three of them. Yeah, four of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good. What we heard, definitely. I definitely want to check out the rest of it. You know, there's always just stuff going on or other music coming out. It's like you know, it's just music overload. I mean, that day we listened to it. We listened to, like... We had a bunch of music to listen to. Yeah. Uh, it was a good day. Look frankly. up look up, 2009 Wiz. Yeah, I'll try that. Um, yeah, we're trying to see what, what all producers were on that. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll click on one song. So, let's see. Oh. Let's see, will it show me all the producers on the... Produced by... Okay. So Dame Grease produced some of these, if not all of them, because so far so there's three. Oops. Well, that one's produced by Cardo, so yeah. it's. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly which ones we did. Did we start from the beginning, or did were we, we listen? So, so maybe we only got the, through the first two. No, because we. I didn't remember hearing. I think the that we, I think that put, got put on, but we didn't listen to Ty Dolla part. I don't think okay. we got to it. So let's see. So far, we got produced by Dame Grease on the first three, Cardo on four and five and, and six, six, DJ Fresh on seven, Ricky P and Z Cook on eight, 
uh, Problem and Van Gogh on number nine, Sledgren on ten, DJ Fresh again on eleven, Monster Beats on twelve, DJ Fresh again on thirteen, and Harry Fraud on fourteen. So like no one too big, but still the production was great. Yeah. Um, Based on what we've heard, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we'll have to get through the rest of it and yeah. maybe do a, a better uh, better review on it. But Definitely. It's de- it was just worth mentioning. Sure. Um, go check it out. Definitely. Um, next up, we got the Blackjack remix. From by... Amine, and the, the remix has YBN Cordae on there. Uh, dude, he made that song better, and I liked that song originally. Yeah. Um, his verse was great. Uh, I, it kind of came out of nowhere, too. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of just boom, we got it. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it though. I mean, it's two of my favorite newer artists. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm totally cool with that. Um, he does go hard, man. He goes hard. I like yeah. his. Uh, he says uh, rap n words be Oscar acting. <laughs> I like that. Um, because that's true. Yeah. Um. Uh, next up, we got a song by, uh, Buddy. With, uh, let me see here. Kent James, Baz, I think it's Jams. Jams. Oh yeah. Uh, Guap Dad Four Thousand JID and Ari Linux. Link up is the song. Yeah, it, it was good. It was. It had like a chill vibe to it. Definitely. You know, um, Ari's uh, vocals in the backgrounds was nice. Um, yep. That was a, it's a, it's off of Buddy's, Delu- it's like a deluxe, it's like extra songs from his album, um, it was on like the deluxe edition of the album, uh, so like it just got released, um, yeah, yeah, it was, it, also this was the first release from the Dreamville Sessions, right, so this is just a taste to what is to come with, you know, Revenge of the Dreamers 3, um, so yeah, I liked it though, it was, it was chill, it was nice, I did too, I, I definitely liked it. I, I need to listen to Buddy's entire album. Sure. I didn't even know that album dropped. Yeah. It dropped yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah, so. we definitely need to check that out and uh, give our opinions on it. Uh, you know, out of that song and what was the other one? It was to Bad Attitude. Yeah, with, with uh, J.I.D. It says it had J.I.D., but I think he was only on... Yeah, well, no. Oh, yeah, I think he only it. did background vocals. Yeah, now it's not even showing that J.I.D. was on there on Spotify for me, so... Maybe he wasn't then. Yeah, because we listened to him, we're like, where the fuck was J.I.D. on there? Was he, like, right. background or something? Yeah, maybe he wasn't, I guess. Unless I just put the wrong song in there. But but Bad Attitude, I, I, I really liked that song. I thought that was a good song. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, Buddy was at the Dreamville Sessions for a couple of days, so I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up um, appearing on... That el- the the uh, Revenge of the Dreamers album. Sure. Well, actually, go to go back uh, to uh, go to. Um, is there a way to look at? Uh, it says at the bottom featuring JD. Is there a way to like look at who else is on, on the song? Go all the way up. Usually, it'd be up there. Um, yeah, it doesn't even show JID as being on it. Huh. Well. So I'm not sure. I I mean I I think if he was on there it was just background vocals. But it's yeah. I don't know. It was I I still thought it was a good song. Yeah. Uh next up we're going to uh let's see Redman drops a new song. 
Trap House with Kazi. Uh, that was a good song. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it was definitely kind of weird at first hearing Redman on a on a more modern beat. Yeah. I know you had said that when, when we were listening to it. And, yeah, I don't know. that It was... I liked it, though. Yeah. It was... And also, the uh, the feature um, apparently is a guy that came... That um, was... Grew up down the street from where Redman, like, lived. So, you know, Redman uh, is bringing up, you know, artists that are local. And he wasn't bad. Like, he wasn't a bad feature. Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. Um, Apparently, Redman has Muddy Waters 2, yeah. as in T-O-O, coming yeah, out. He's making a sequel to it this year. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. I've always liked Redman. Yeah, he's one of, like... I, I really wish he was, like... They, they've kind of said he was an official Wu-Tang member, but he's, like, not. Right. I really wish he just would have already. Yeah. And been on, like, an entire Wu-Tang album, but whatever. Wow, so according to Genius, uh, he hasn't dropped an album since 15. Yeah, mud face. Uh, speaking of Redman, you know, you can't really bring up Redman without mentioning Method Man. Mm-hmm. Where has Method Man been? I haven't seen anything He's dropped some stuff. Him. He was also on uh, J.I.D.'s album, and he... Uh, um. Yeah, he dropped. Uh, oh. Yep. Wow. And Meth he, Lab season two. Yep. See, okay, so the Meth Lab that dropped in fifteen. Yep. I really didn't like the Meth Lab all that much. I mean, uh, I thought it had a few good songs, but yeah. Overall, he, I don't know. Method Man lost his touch. I think so. I'd like to see him and him and uh, fucking Redman get back together and start killing some shit again. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think Method Man kind of lost his touch a little bit. Uh, I mean, he's still he's still good, you know. He's still a legend. Um, Absolutely. Growing up, he was always my favorite member of of the Wu Tang Clan. Uh, now I'd prefer Inspector Deck. Now that like I've listened to them more, and I know more about each member and who you know who each member is. But uh, but yeah, Method Man was my favorite growing up. I mean, he's still like in my top three. So. And speaking of them. Can we just talk about the Method and Red show? I didn't know they had a show. I watched oh my God, the movie. It was, it was hilarious. The movie that they got. Their their show they did was was just. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah. If you didn't know, uh, they had a TV show originally aired on Fox of all places. Uh, back in two thousand four, they only did one season, but it was funny. It was funny. Yeah, now they're doing a re- they're doing a sequel to How High without Method Man and Redman. Really? Yeah, it's gonna be Lil Yachty and uh, DC Young Boy, Young Fly, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know. Oh, from uh, from he's in that uh, Wild Now. Yeah, Wild Now. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna be the two main characters. Mm, I don't know about that shit. Yeah, and I think I've heard reports that Method and uh, Red aren't even gonna be in it. Like, at all. Like, not really? even cameos, yeah. I mean, if you're doing a sequel to How High, you gotta at least have them in there as, on a cameo. Yeah. Like, that's just not right. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, Method and Red Show. Great show. It was funny. Uh, anyway, back to some new music. Uh, got one other one that we didn't mind listening to before we talk about something we both fucking hated. Yeah. Uh talk by khalid just dropped see i love khalid like i love everything he's done i love his project i love most of his singles if not all of them um so yeah i I, he's one of my favorite r&b artists of today um 
I I was digging the new song. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I messed with. I it wasn't too. Uh, I wasn't disappointed in that. Nor was I. So uh, yeah, check that out too. Um, his song with Billie Eilish, I love too. Yeah. 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 Uh, they they meshed really well, voice like vocal wise. Yeah. Uh, one other sub one other thing that dropped. Uh, Ariana Grande she dropped her newest project. Uh, Thank you next. I believe is the name of the album. Uh, I know you didn't listen to it, Ethan, but uh, I, I listened to it. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it. I You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. Honestly, I mean, I'm probably not going to listen to it, but that's just because, like, I I know I'm not going to relate to any of it. Right. And I know that I'm not going to be, like, bumping it. So, like, sure. why listen to it for me? Like, I know you like her and everything, which is fine, because like, there's, like, some female vocalists that I like. I like, I like SZA a lot. Mm-hmm. I listen to her projects. Um, I'm waiting for Ari Lennox to drop hers project. I listen to that. But, yeah, Ariana Grande just hasn't really been my cup of tea. And that's perfectly fair. Yeah. Yeah, I can see It's perfectly why. fair to like her, too, you know? Like, she's not a bad artist. She makes, you know, good songs, and they're really, um... They're, you know, a lot of them are catchy and stuff. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, there's not wrong with... I, don't, I, I think she's a perfect, perfectly fine artist. Yeah, and uh, along with that, she also dropped her music video for, uh... Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored. Yeah. That was, uh... That was a music video. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh... It was pretty fucking hot. Yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah, Ariana Grande is definitely hot. That's that's one thing for sure. Uh, Mac Miller, lucky man. Uh, <laughs> P. Davidson, lucky, lucky man. Lucky man but, <laughs> you know. Speaking of P. Davidson, going off on a little bit of a tangent here, I saw something, uh, I forget who it was. People but she love was... to hate on him. Yeah, they do. Like, for real. Like, what did he do? Like, he makes yeah. jokes that are kind of like... Edgy, edgy, but, like, yeah. who cares? Everybody does that. Right. I know, like, 12, 13-year-olds that do that shit. Like, <laughs> right. What the fuck? Uh, but someone on Twitter, I forget who it was. Uh, let me see if I can find the tweet Oh, yeah, and also, quick. I don't know. I I kind of feel like he was also going through a lot of shit, too, because he wanted to be with, like, her, because they, like, broke up after Mac died. Right. And he was, like, depressed about it. Sure. Okay. So I think I found it. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Bethany Frankel. She said something on Twitter. She said, So Pete Davidson was engaged to the sexy and talented Ariana Grande is now dating someone and is now dating the beyond stunning Kate Beckinsale. So I guess it's clear that he shoots diamonds out of his penis. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he was seen leaving a party with Kate Beckinsale and she's hot as fuck. So yeah. he's definitely sc- fucking scoring, dude. I don't know. He must be shooting diamonds out of his yeah, penis. Yeah, I mean, real though. Shit. Not that freaking diamond dick, but... Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that tweet was hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. Um, oh, now we gotta talk about it. Yeah, okay, guys. So, we, we, we talked about how we didn't... At least I don't necessarily like the Migos. Um, but but I give their music a chance. Like, you know, if, Absolutely. I, if, if, if it's... If it's good to listen to you know you're kind of just in the mood you know you're just you're getting late whatever Migos fine but they dropped a new song recently it's called uh position, position to, to win. win yeah jinx and basically 
It's fucking trash. So like, it's it's an EDM like dubstepy type song. Yeah. And it sounds like it's for I saw on Twitter. It sounds like it's for a Fast and Furious soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, it does sound like it'd be on a, a soundtrack or something. It wasn't a good song. No, it was not. We didn't even listen to it all. I don't think we could. We could like we could not. We listen literally to it. had to turn it off because it was pissing us off. Yeah, it was like it, it was bad, dude. And like we said, we definitely give. Every most we artists. Everyone. We were listening to a Kodak Black song earlier, and we, we were, were we were okay with it. Actually, yeah that that was actually a what was it deep, called? Transgression. Uh, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Like, yeah, for it being for Kodak being Kodak Black. Black. Yeah, for being Kodak. Like, I don't. I've never really liked a Kodak song, so that's kind of a lot, you know. Yeah, that's it's a big thing to say. But yeah, it wasn't that bad. He's always had really good beats. Sure. Um. Also, the song "Roll in Peace" with X mm. is really catchy mm-hmm. to yeah. me. But it's not like my favorite song. I don't even like. I, even X isn't like the best song. I mean, it's alright, yeah. but um, yeah. But God, Migos, what are you? What are you doing? Yeah. And I then mean, they said like Culture Three was supposed to come out in January. Yeah. But they pushed it back to make it better. Good. Better. Man. That no. Hopefully, <laughs> it's better than whatever they were gonna fucking drop. I mean, shit, if it if it comes out and it's really shitty, imagine what it would have sounded like. Mm. Holy shit! Like, right. Man, but yeah, they're putting in that time. Also, like, Offset released a video where it had the release date for his new album. And at the end of the video, it literally, he literally has a video of Cardi B giving birth in the video, in the announcement video. Yeah, he's just in the background, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking hilarious. And then it just says February 22nd. I was like, what the fuck? Why does he have this video in there? Weirdest thing, dude. Okay. Well. Um, let's see. Let me look at the list again. Let's see what else we got for tonight's episode. I mean, I think that wraps up music-wise. You know, yeah. this week's been kind of a slow week. So, there hasn't really been, like, a like there's been, you know, things here and there, but nothing, like, really big Yeah. to really talk about. So, uh, I mean, I guess we can mention, uh, I don't know if we said last time about, because I think Blueface was arrested last time. Yeah. But now Lil Baby's arrested, which... Yep. You know, I don't listen to any like either of them, but it's kind of fishy. Twenty One gets arrested, Blueface and Lil Baby are not arrested. Like, huh? Conspiracy, <laughs> <laughs> or just people doing dumb shit? Most likely uh, the second one. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, but yeah, it's kind of weird though. A bunch of people just getting locked up. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I guess you know, switching gears. Let's talk about some movie trailers. Okay. So, uh, Child's Play dropped a trailer. Yes, um, yes, they did. They're taking a very different route than the movie, like the old, you know, the older movie. Um, and this one, Chucky isn't uh, possessed by the soul of, of a serial killer um, criminal. You know, he is instead an, an AI gone mm-hmm. bad. Yep. Which, at first, I, with like a lot of other people, were like, fucking no. Like, that sounds terrible. But then, like, the more I thought about it, like, it does kind of fit today's sure you know today and it also like the whole soul transfer thing would be kind of corny i think now yeah like the scene where it happens is so corny like in yeah the old one like i love child the first child's play but that you know I, I feel like it's definitely upgraded for modern times um which i think it is a, is important when you're yeah. doing a reboot of, of a franchise like that um my only gripe with the trailer which 
at first I didn't think Aubrey Plaza would be good as his mom because she's usually like a comedic actress and I didn't know how I'd feel with her being like in a serious ass role like this like I know she's got some serious serious roles here and there but she seems okay but the son looks way fucking too old like he looks like way too old to have dolls and shit you know what I'm he saying he does he does I agree with you there and that, that's that what everybody's been odd. saying too um but yeah so what did you what else did you think about the trailer though I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it kind of has me excited to see what they do. And a lot of um, people are also mad because everybody's also like always mad. But uh, yeah. the, the original guy that created the franchise, he's made every Chucky movie up to date, but he's not doing the new one. But he plans on continuing his franchise. Really? And a lot of fans of that franchise are mad that they're just disrespecting him by trying to make a reboot. Mm. But I think it would have been even more disrespect if they kept the same story they're trying something different with sure this. sure and I, and I you know and a lot of people hate the new Chucky movies so I, I don't see any wrong with doing a new one I mean I know his name is Don Mancini he's the guy that created it. I know he's mad he fucking hates the new the idea of the new one but sure it might be what, what it needs I mean yeah especially because well Halloween be. just did so well yeah, and now Child's Play. Hopefully that does well because I want to see slashers come back. Yeah, you know, like, Freddy Krueger, like Jason Voorhees, like an actual good, f- yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. Yep. Another a, a good Friday the Thirteenth reboot. Yep. I mean, and speaking of reboots, Pet Cemetery dropped a trailer. Yes. Um, for, uh, I think there's two trailers out. Actually. Yeah, the first one doesn't show shit. Basically, just kind of is your typical trailer. But the yeah. second one is what everybody's uh, riled up about. Uh, people were saying that it's um, it's. Apparently, there's a plot twist that happens in the trailer. Like, they completely ruin it and spoil it. And there's, like, a boycott right now. And it and it, re- and it brought up the whole topic of, um, why the fuck do trailers show so much shit? Sure. Like, every trailer's been doing that, you know, for the past couple years. So, people are starting to finally just get fucking sick of it. And I know that you said you were going to watch the trailer li- later. Yes. I haven't seen it. I don't plan on seeing it. Because I actually want to watch the movie and see the twist myself. Um, but yeah, and that's pretty much my thoughts on that. Cause I haven't seen it. So sure, I, I can't sure. really review it. Um, shaft. Yeah. So they're making another shaft movie. Um, if you guys didn't know, uh, back in the seventies and eighties, there was a couple shaft movies, um, with Richard Roundtree and, uh, the, um, Samuel Jackson had a, a shaft movie in 2000, which he plays the nephew of the original Shaft, and the new movie has Sam Jackson's son, but they must be changing it because he calls Richard Roundtree Grandpa. Yeah. In the trailer, so I think they're they're changing the canon. Let's see. Um. John Shaft the second. So. But it, it's his nephew though. Okay. Yeah, they say they say uh, that it's it's his nephew apparently. And, yeah, so I guess they're changing that, um, the the canon of it. That's fine. But, yeah, I, the Shaft is a great movie. And the new one originally was called Son of Shaft. But mm. they just call it Shaft again, I guess, which is yeah, fine. Fuck it. But, um, so now we have three movies named Shaft. <laughs> um, but, yeah, 71 is when the original came out. Yeah. But I, I don't, I, they came out with two sequels after that. And I think, I don't know if they were all contained in the 70s, or if one came out in the 80s or not, but then there was like a TV show, and Richard Roundtree literally plays him in every 
Thane. Right. Like he's ne- he's never not played Shire. And I I do kind of find it cool that that with this they're not just like, okay, well this is a reboot. Yeah, they're bringing this everything is the together. new Shaft. They're actually saying like, yeah, Shaft still happened. This is his son yeah. or grandson or whoever. I find that kind of cool because you know for certain franchises it doesn't make sense to just reboot it every couple of years. Yeah, just continue it. Yeah. I mean, I know some people don't like that, which I think some franchises shouldn't be continued. Absolutely. They ended. Just keep it end- ended, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, why not make another Shaft movie? Fuck yeah. it. I mean, everybody's involved, so obviously Richard Roundtree and Sam Jackson liked the script enough to come back and be Shaft again. Yeah. You know, so fuck it. I think it'll be a very fun movie to watch. Yeah, it looks it looks fun. Uh, another fun movie that I think, uh, another movie I think will be fun to watch, uh, the new Godzilla. Yeah. Um, I think that'll King be a really monsters. fun movie to watch. Yeah, it's got um a lot of my uh, a lot of actors that I really like in it. Actually, um, got the girl from Stranger Things who I was saying to you know Josh earlier, she's definitely gonna be one of those up and coming actresses. Like she's gonna be big one day. Definitely. Like. She started young, and she got big off of, you know, Stranger Things, and now it's just going to continue. But, yeah, they got uh, Kyle Chandler, who I really like. They got Vera Farmiga, who I really like. Um, Bradley Whitford is in there. Um, I love Bradley Whitford. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was on The West Wing. I believe he also did Sports Night before that. He's just, I think he's a great actor. They got Ice Cube's son. Yeah. Um, Shea Jackson Jr. And then Ken, uh, Ken Watanabe is coming back from the first Godzilla. Um, so yeah. And obviously not the first, first Godzilla. The, well, he, you it's know. the first of the reboot. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty hyped for it, man. Yeah, I think that should be a really fun thing to, uh, to get to watch. Um, um, I mean, I think the new Fast and Furious movie, Hobbs and Shaw, looks fun to watch, but... Definitely. It's just, like, where did the Fast and Furious series go? Yeah. Like... It just, it was street racing, not yeah. saving the world. Yeah. <laughs> That's I a mean, big jump, dude. That's a, a huge big jump. jump. I think what it is, like, obviously, they, I think in their minds, they're like, well, we can't do a 10-movie franchise of just street racing. We gotta mix it up a little bit. So let's have some some action, you know, some cool shit. So by fourth movie, you know, you got some, so a lot of action going on. You're like, okay, it's, it's kind of veering away a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now we're at fucking, what, eight's coming out next? I think nine it's eight or something. I don't eight or nine is coming out next, and Hobbs and Shaw they're introducing fucking superhumans, like basically that's what he is. He's a yeah. superhuman. Um, they, I don't know, man. It's just weird. Now I will say this: all of the Fast and Furious movies they're entertaining. Yeah, but it's just getting away from what a lot of fans loved about it, but people still watch it. Like, yeah. they're still really big movies, but a lot of people do complain. Like, if you go to Hobbs and Shaw and look at the comments under the trailer, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just tearing into it. But And, and I think Hobbs and Shaw are actually two of, the, two of the cooler characters that they've introduced, you know, I mean, yeah, since they've like, made, made that plunge into, we're an action save the world Yeah, but, like, why now. even do spinoffs like that? Like, they're, I like it's, a, it's a cash cow. It's it Really, that's what it is. Yeah. Because, like, they also have a female... An all-female movie coming out. Mm-hmm. They also have... They're, they're, they're going to go... Up, for the main franchise, it's planned to go up to 10. So whether 8 or 9... Or I think they did 8. So 9 is yeah. the next one. Yeah. So they're doing 2 more 
nine and ten, and then they who knows they could even go on after that. But like each movie gets crazier and crazier. So what's ten in space? Like apparently, yeah, tens. They're gonna be racing rocket ships around around the sun. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know, man. It's just it's gonna turn into fucking Star Wars. It's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, it's the prequel to Star Wars. <laughs> um, now I do want to say this. I love Vin Diesel. Yeah, I like him but, in, some, in some movies. Um, I wanted I want more Riddick movies. I think that's a franchise that we should See, keep that's going the thing for a little is, bit. I think he has he, he's there's roles that he's perfect for. And then there's, like, some roles that he's in that I'm just like, no. I think he's perfect as Riddick. And I think yeah. he does all right as, as, as whatever. Dominic, yeah, as Dom. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then he's good for those roles. He's so, really so, good. Something else I want to see again. I want to see him return as, as Triple X. Yeah, I think they are. Really? Wait, didn't they just do that? Did they? Yeah, they just came out with it last year. With Did Diesel. they really? Yeah, because it was when I was working at the movie theater. Um, also... <laughs> Of course, you type XXX into fucking Google and it brings right. up porn. Uh, also, Vin Diesel's also great in, in an older movie called Knockaround Guys. One of mm. the best movies that, like, nobody talks about. It's such a fucking great movie. Um, but I could rant about him for a minute because, yeah, Return is Amber Oh, Cage. yeah, okay. And I'm going to be real with you, fam. It's not good because I've seen most of it. Because I was like, I just walked into the theater and was watching it. I mean, you might like it if you're like a diehard fan of that series. No, I, I was really kind of joking when I said I wanted to see him come yeah. back and do more of those. Um, but apparently they're doing a fourth one as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting, I guess. But, um, so like, you guys know uh, Marvel... DC, you know, they're the two biggest franchises, um, superhero-wise. Two biggest comic book, um, um, you know, companies. But there's a company called Valiant Comics, and they they want to start their own cinematic universe with their characters. Really? And they're kicking it off with Bloodshot, who's one of their flagship characters, one of the coolest characters. Vin Diesel's playing him. I don't like it at all. Like, I usually give people chances when it comes to that kind of stuff, but... I've also changed my mind before because when they casted um, uh, Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch, fucking mm-hmm. hated it because I love Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. He's one of my all-time favorite superheroes. I fucking hated that so bad, and right. like I just I <laughs> ranted every day about it. Loved it. He's one of my favorite yeah. fucking Avengers right now. Yeah, and I think it happened with um, I was kind of iffy on Spider-Man, but I literally kind of teared up when he came on screen for the first time. Like not <laughs> even mine. Like I was like. This is it. Like, this is Spider-Man. And, like, I think there was one other superhero that I'm kind of blanking at right now. I don't remember who it was, but there was another guy that I was like, what the fuck, man? But I ended up fucking loving it. So, who knows? He might be a great Bloodshot. Sure. But from what I've read of Bloodshot and what I have know of Vin Diesel, and him leading this this universe, no. <laughs> but who knows? It might blow me away. Yeah, maybe. Uh, another one, I know you were iffy on the casting choice. Uh, was for with X Men Dark Phoenix. I know you said you were kind of iffy on uh, having the actress that plays Sansa Stark as uh, as a young uh... Jean Grey. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'll get mad if I talk about it. I don't. I, <laughs> I just. I. She seems so like bored in the role, and like I don't know if you've seen Apocalypse. Yeah, but she's just. And now, now they're trying to rush Dark Phoenix so quickly. It's like. 
Like, this is the last movie of the Fox franchise, though, so I guess it's cool we get to see it, but, like, we literally just got introduced to this Jean Grey last movie. and they're... I think I've seen the last one. Apocalypse? Where they fight Apocalypse? I'm trying to remember now. I think I've seen at least parts of it. <laughs> it it was it was okay, but um, yeah, she just seems so bored in the role, and like I don't I don't like her as Jean Grey. She just doesn't like have the. I don't even think she's the best actress. Like she's good for what she does in Game of Thrones. Sure, but she's just not. A, I don't like her as Jean Grey though. Okay, especially because Jean Grey is so badass. She's one of the, she's the the most badass female X Men. Sure, she can fuck you up, dude. And yeah. I mean, of course she can, the actress can fuck people up as Jean Grey because writing, but I just don't think she pulls it off. Okay. Um, I think we have one more movie trailer to talk about. Yeah. Aladdin. So, right off rip, I'm just going to say, I, I I grew up with like Aladdin, but I never really liked it. Okay. It like wasn't my one of my favorites. But. I'm in agreement with you there. But when I heard they were doing a live action movie, I was like, okay, I'm not going to judge it. Then they casted Aladdin, and I was like, okay, not going to judge it. Only because I feel like Aladdin's one of those characters that's kind of impossible to cast, like just perfect. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this guy might be all right. Then they casted the hot chick, and I was like, okay, I'm in still. Then Will Smith is the genie. I was like, okay. Cause you know that's it's Robin Williams like that's his yeah. character, he he fucking kills that character. So in, I like Will Smith though he's one of my favorite actors. So I was like okay. Then the trailer came out. Now, some parts of the movie look alright. Mm-hmm. Other parts don't because this is like they, they've had a couple different teasers, a couple different trailers here and there. But um, today during the Grammys. They dropped the first trailer, like, special look for Aladdin that featured uh, Will Smith as the blue genie. Like, we've seen him before in other little teasers, but that's it's in his human form. Mm-hmm. Apparently he has a human form, and which it's just Will Smith without <laughs> blue. <laughs> so now we got to see him for the first time blue. Now, what's your opinion on that? I think it looks cheesy as fuck. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Like, it... For... I'm assuming we're going to see this this genie most of the movie mm. i'm hoping anyway like it'd be dumb to have the fucking human side of like it, the genie's the blue blue guy like just doing that would be kind of cheap but so the fact that we might see this genie most of the movie doesn't make me too happy it, it's kind of visually repulsive it, <laughs> it doesn't it just <laughs> looks like somebody took that like his face and just i mean that's what it is it's cgi but like it doesn't look like good cgi and that's going to take a lot of people out of the movie. Yeah. I mean, I've seen lots of people criticizing it, and I completely am for, for their criticism because it, it's not that great. See, my question is, how can they make it look so bad with Aladdin, but yet with, like, the X-Men franchise, they can have a blue bitch, and yeah. it looks just fine? Well, I mean, it would be weird if... Because a lot of Aladdin is CGI. Like, I think it's yeah. whole body CGI. Yeah. And, um... It'd be weird if they just took Will Smith and put blue makeup on him. I mean... Because he's supposed to be yeah. bigger. You know what I'm saying? That's... So I think you should use CGI, but not that way. <laughs> but there's still physical physical effects that you could have done... That they could have used to to have made it look better. 
Yeah, I, you know? it's just, I mean, well, re- I think it's his face that really throws me off, though. Yeah. Like, he looks kind of glowy, bluey, and that's fine, because, you know, I think that's kind of what he's supposed to look like. It's kind of like a Dr. Manhattan type thing, but even Dr. Manhattan looks better, and that movie came out ten years ago. <laughs> and, oh my god, like, it just looks so bad. Yeah. Because yeah. Dr. Manhattan was all CGI. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, like, there, and they just CGI'd over him, but, god damn. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see the movie and see how the movie is, but I'm not. I'm not going to the movies to watch it. To no, 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 I'll watch, no. Maybe I'll watch it on DVD. I'll, I'll wait until Disney gets their streaming service out and and just watch it then. Yeah, because they they confirmed that they're not gonna have um, any more Marvel movies put on Netflix. Yeah. Um, so it's because they want to put them all on the streaming service. I mean, really, every every intellectual property that Disney owns is going to be on their streaming service only. Be it Star Wars or the Marvel movies or... They also have a lot of really good original um, Disney shows that are going to be put on there. Kind of like how Netflix has Netflix originals. They got The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. I'm um, excited for that. Yeah, um, I think it was uh, Taika Waititi, the guy that did Thor Ragnarok, he's been on the set of The Mandalorian a lot. Okay. And he said that it's bringing back the old school feel of Star Wars. So, no. oh yeah, and apparently okay. it is about the character of Cassian uh, Andor from Rogue One, which is the girl's love interest. Okay. Like the main guy. Yeah, it's his hmm. character. That actor's going to be in it. Interesting. But I didn't know he was a Mandalorian, though. So, that's hmm. where I'm confused. Yeah. Unless he's not, unless... I mean, the show's called The Mandalorian. Right. So you'd think the main character would be the man, like a Mandalorian. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he. Maybe they say that in the movie and I missed it. Did they ever say that in Rogue One? I don't think so. It's been a minute since i I feel like if they would have said Mandalorian, I would have been like, oh my god, they just said man, he's a Mandalorian. I feel like I would have been like super psyched because the Mandalorians are fucking awesome. Yeah. And I've been wanting a Mandalorian movie or show for so long now, but I don't know how I feel about him being the main character. I mean, it's... Yeah. it's it's whatever. It might be. I think it's still gonna be amazing. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. I can tell you right now. But they also uh, they finally officially confirmed the Loki show, okay. which is about him growing up in Asgard. I think um, that'll be really cool to see. Nobody knows if Tom Hiddleston's coming back. A lot. I heard a rumor that he might just do like a voiceover. Sure. Um, like, I think that you know back when right. I was little type shit. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have... I, I'm pretty excited for all of the Disney streaming stuff, so... Yeah, I think it'll be really cool. I I hate it so much, though, because... Guess what? That's another fucking subscription yeah. you have to have. Yeah, it's like, alright, I already have Netflix, I have Hulu, I have Amazon. Yeah. Now I gotta buy this one, too, if I wanna watch Star Wars or, or Pirates of the Caribbean or, you know fucking any of the marvel movies and, like and the dc universe app is not worth buying right now but the doom patrol um trailer which i'm going to show you after the pod i think um, i've seen it they came out with like a new one though oh okay it looks so fucking awesome it looks fucking awesome like in my opinion okay so that might be worth it but they also added the um, one of the og um batman animated series recently and they're adding a bunch of like because they're trying to i think they're trying to get like basically every dc property on there okay at some point so if they get all like the you know animated movies and all the old TV shows, I think Justice League's already on it. But like all that type of shit, I'm I'd be interested in it. 
you know what I'd love to rewatch again? No. Fucking um, the uh, Teen Titans. Yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah, the good one. Yeah. Teen Titans Go sucks. Oh like so many bags of dicks. <laughs> like. Yeah. It's nothing compared to the fucking old one. Yeah. Dude. I mean, that old one was my childhood. Same. And then Teen Titans Go came out, and it fucking... Ruined it just it. ripped it all out for me. It was just like, oh my god, how are you gonna go from having one of the best cartoons ever mm-hmm. to shit? One of my friends, uh, back in the day, we used to play the Teen Titans PlayStation 2 game. Mm. And it was fucking one of the like best games that I remember from my childhood. Like, we used to play that every day. And it was like, Teen Titans was such a great, like series and I'm, I'm really sad I, I heard rumors it was coming back but then I heard it wasn't coming back so I don't really know um it'd be kind of cool if it did though yeah like make a resurgence yeah but um yeah fuck so recently I uh I finally got around to listening to uh swimming yeah by Mac Miller that's a it's great I loved it I loved every song on there. It's it's his best project. Yeah. I'm glad that it was able to be finished and released before yeah. he passed. He left us with really good music. Yeah. Um, huh? Definitely really, really sad when you look at the artistic side of it and then look at, you know, what happened. Yeah. Um, I think it was a perfect swan song for him, though. I the, think it really was. All of the... Uh, the instrumentals and you know all the production was really cool and like atmospheric and really like kind of like when you're listening to it you, you're just kind of pulled into it yeah definitely and then like even the things he's talking about on the album like it's it's about you know he's not drowning in life he's not drowning in depression he's you know he's not going through these problems he's, he's swimming now he's actually able to um i guess cope with yeah, what he's going and, and, through and, and, and work with it, it and the album i think I think the album might have helped him a lot making it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the night he died, he um, posted a video on his Insta story of his uh, his album on a record. And it was like, you know, he's listening to one of the songs. I think it was the last song, So It Goes. And it's one of the saddest songs ever. And especially if you add it to that, like that was one of the last songs he listened to before he died and like yeah that's why i think that's probably what happened is he was sitting there in his fields listening to that kind of shit and was like fuck it and did some shit you know and drugs and it was bad laced with fentanyl mm-hmm. and he died yeah and it's really fucking sad dude yeah you know, it I, really is i got an argument with someone on facebook the other day because they were saying um that he's a dirtbag and that he fucking did drugs and uh when he had fans and did drugs, and I'm like, you don't know Mac Miller. Then Mac Miller's been doing drugs since day one. It's yeah. just he just now got caught up in it. He was he had problems, and he was yeah. using that to cope. And that's not a good. That's not a good thing. No, it's it's not the right but way to cope. To call but... him a dirtbag because he fucking died. Yeah, no, that like, that's fucked up. I mean, yeah, he had fans, but it's not about the fans. It's about him. It's absolutely it's, the artist comes first. You know what I'm saying? People like have that mindset where they're the ones that should be pleased and and rewarded. It's like the artist is the one that's making the shit for you. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have this music if it wasn't for the artist. So stop fucking pressuring them and being on their dick about shit. Yeah, seriously. 
you like people legit fans legit put celebs through fucking anxiety and like depression and shit sometimes. Sure. Like it's just it's fucking bad. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm that's one of the reasons like if I ever like were to have a chance to get famous from something, I'd be fucking worried, like out of my mind, like fuck, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. deal with a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Because you, you never know what kind of shit can come up when you have a, a, a group of people behind you that might not always be supportive, that might not always be, you know, willing to deal with your bullshit, too. Yeah. You know? Like, fans just think that you belong to them and shit. Like, what? No. <laughs> they're, <laughs> right. they're a person just like you that happens to make music or do whatever else they do. Yeah. And... Yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of... Thinking about Mac Miller just makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, um, I think we're getting ready to wrap up this here episode. Uh, before we go, I want to just give a quick recommendation for another podcast you guys should go check out. Uh, it's the Quarter Cast. It's uh, by the guys that do you know Quarter Digital and the Quarter... Quarter Crew Channel. Jesus, can't speak. Um, their podcast that they have is great. Um, the first episode that they did was with uh, Jake Roper from Vsauce 3. That was a really cool episode. Uh, but yeah, you should definitely go check out their podcast. I think it's really fucking cool. Um, and also check out Corridor Digital because they make really fucking good content. Yeah. Like they do like short films and like skits and stuff, but it's like high production quality. And, yeah. Like they're really like fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like shit that you're like, dude, that's awesome. Like, yeah. They're uh they're kinda like some of the OGs of YouTube. Yeah, um, haven't they been around like a long time? They came up back when uh Freddie Wong was coming up. I don't know if you remember Freddie Wong, but nope. he was huge on the platform there back in like two thousand ten ish, I wanna say. Just like Ray William Johnson, but he disappeared into fucking oblivion. I, I like, believe Ray still makes content. I think he quit his channel. There's, Did he they continue quit his it? channel. They, they like people do continue it, but he doesn't do videos anymore. Oh, it's been okay. like that for a couple of years. Well, I knew he stopped doing equals three, but I I thought the last time I saw he was still working on content himself. Oh no, not that I knew of. I was like looking into it a while back, um, but yeah, he was like he. I think he was the first one to get a million, or was that Fred? One of the two. Yeah, it was one of them. Uh, I guess he did. He has one to. Oh. Let's see. Fat Damon? What the fuck? Is he like a music artist now? <laughs> Named Fat Damon? Interesting. Yeah, well, the last video was post. Published that wasn't six a song? Ago. Yeah, that wasn't a song. Ten months ago? That's yeah. A, his last vlog. My last vlog. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think he just kind of gave up on everything when him and that uh, one chick, uh, Anna Akana, or whatever her name is. I think he just kind of like gave up on everything when, when him and her broke up. <laughs> he was like the biggest YouTuber for a while. He really was. Like, and you can just see the views steadily falling off. I mean, let's, shit, let's see what, let's see what kind of numbers we're looking at if we go way back. Back before fucking... All the other hosts of Equals 3. See, yeah, he was doing... Back before like, Robbie Motts. He just, like, took a step back from the channel. Yeah. 
had like a bunch of just random. There's like there he is a lot though. That's when he was yeah, doing a lot of videos. See, these the are end. we're at five years ago, and you got five six million views every every episode. Oh, there's oh yeah. And like you just passed had, it a uh, bunch too. Oh yeah, what? Yeah. Kevin Smith, Rizzo, fucking that dude from Big Time Rush. Yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of uh, guest hosts at at one point, like Key and Peele. Um, obviously Ingl- Rizzo, Inglacious. like we said. Timothy DeLaghetto. Yeah, him and, him and Fluffy, they always did shit together. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Seven, five, you know, these are all like a lot of... Yeah. Man. I mean, the further you go back, the more views each video had. But yeah. obviously, some of that's due to just age. Yeah. Let's see if... Uh... Dude, I just saw like 11 million oh, man. for a couple. Now we're looking at the old background. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. But since we're talking about YouTube news, I guess we can finish this episode off on PewDiePie almost lost a T-Series again. Really? He did another live stream <laughs> and is now like, I believe like 40,000 ahead. Yeah, do that and go to the live count. Oh, wow. Someone actually has a fucking live yeah, count. Yeah, dude, it's been fucking... Oh, he's 71 ahead? Damn. So the, people are spreading his name out. For Ooh. real. Wow. Because the last time I checked, which was like earlier today, it was at 40. But he did a Roblox live stream. <laughs> he's like desperate. Because, dude, I remember at one point he was like a, like a 30 million dude behind. Like a, ahead. And then right. boom, they caught up fucking quick. And he, he's going to end up losing, man. He will. Yeah. That's crazy that. Just to think about the fact that that someone has 84 million people. Yeah, and you watching can, his videos. Bro, and you can even ask my madre like I mean, I'm sure not every single subscriber watches, but I remember telling her when he got to a million. Like I've been watching him for that long. Like cuz I used to watch him play Amnesia when he was like wow. fucking brand fucking he used to have a shitty camera, you know. He was all goofy and funny and like his channel mascot was Stefano. If oh anyone's a PewDiePie fan, then you know who Stefano was like from way back in he now he doesn't even mention Stefano. I want to like ask him like, dude, whatever, what the fuck, man? Actually, <laughs> that was your channel mascot. But like, I remember him getting to a million. And I remember I was so happy for him, and then he became number one, and I was like, holy shit, PewDiePie! And, like, I stopped watching him for a minute because you know I just kind of grew out of his content for a sure. minute. But uh, yeah, and then he became number one, and fucking he beat Smosh because Smosh was number one for a while. Yeah, speaking of fucking older YouTube channels that now used Smosh to be the is done is done. Yeah, like, like, like they they continue, but uh, yeah, uh, Anthony, I think his name is left. Yeah, Anthony left. So like he quit, quit, man. what two years ago now? Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, but man, like just going back and looking at that that point in time, you know that era of Smosh, YouTube, uh, Tabuscus. So yeah, he was big too. Um, Jenna Marbles was big. Jenna, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Tabasas was big until he got hit with the rape stuff. I think he started falling off a little bit before that. Anyway, yeah, I don't, but I don't know. That, that was the, the nail in the coffin. Bit. It that was, was the definitely the nail in the coffin. I, I know he made a resurgence on YouTube last year or the year before. He's always continued to make content. Because, you know, he did disappear for a couple years there. He's, no, he did the content still. Or it, he, dis- he, he has like four fucking channels that he was uploading to. Yeah. My oh, man. Me too. I thought he was hit with that shit. Oh, yeah. It was a way... Why is he just now? I don't know. Me too. And then he says, late? Question mark? Yeah. You got hit with that years ago, and you just responded eight months ago? Interesting. Let's see. On the Tabuscus channel... Oh, he hasn't uploaded four, four months. months? Yeah. I knew there was, there's was there been big gaps 
Um, let me go back a little bit. So, so I'm just trying to see because I know he took a break for a while. Well, yeah, but well, this is only one of his channels, though. I think yeah. He was... But I thought he took a break on all his channels. I, I could be I wrong. I mean, I'm about sure he that. did. When you're getting hit with fucking rape charges, you kind of got to. You know, otherwise, if you just keep making fucking videos like nothing's happening, you know, and plus that's going to do something to your mental, whether you did it or not. Yeah. You're going to be like, fuck, people hate me. You know, you know what else, though? Whatever happened to Mystery Guitar Man? I don't know who that is. You've never, you, you don't know Mystery Guitar Man? No. Where's the guitar guy? Yeah, man. He used to be another one of those guys that was on top of it. I mean, he was just like. He was another goat of YouTube back in the day. Okay, I guess he's still doing some stuff. Oh, that's right. I think he's doing short films now. Damn. Or films in general. That reminds me, there was one, this one here, Turning Point, a short film that he shot, that he did. I got to show you that. It was incredible to me. Um, Yeah, man. You know, just going back and looking at some of these things, like so, so many of these YouTubers that used to be just... The ones that I always used to watch, the ones that were, you know, incredible to me, you know, a lot of them have kind of disappeared, mm -hmm. fallen off. Um, it kind of sucks, you know, but. I used to watch one game guy, his name was Yami Bash. Never and then he got, him. he got hit, he wasn't like super big, but then he got hit with some, some shit too. Mm. Yeah, with like a younger girl. And I was like, oops. So I kind of dipped out of that. Right. I wasn't really like watching him a lot by that point. But well, right when that happened and he yeah, kind of responded weirdly. He said he was innocent, but he responded weirdly. And I kind of was like, yeah. Um, I do. I used to watch Smosh and PewDiePie was my main too. Yeah, Smosh was a big one like for that, me. Like, I'm talking years ago. Yeah. I was like fucking 11 or 12. Maybe. Yeah, I was like 11 or 12 watching them. And they used to just kill me. I'd just yeah. die, you know. My fucking 11-year-old humor. Yeah. Yeah, I used to smosh uh, fucking Ray William Johnson. I didn't really watch him. Like, I knew of you know, him. He was, he was so big on he YouTube. He was my favorite. He yeah, absolutely I really, was. I didn't really watch him. But, well, anyway, we've uh, yeah, rambled yeah. on too long. Yeah, we, we definitely so, did. if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, to clarify a few things, the podcast, episodes three and above, will be on CastBox. Yeah, um, we had a problem. I mean, we explained it last time, but we had a problem with the audio, so we yeah. can't upload one and two. But you can watch, um, you can listen to one and two on YouTube. Yep. And um, also from then on, we'll be on YouTube and on Castbox. And uh, we're getting uh, SoundCloud figured out as well. Um, you know, because you have to have a subscription to upload X amount of hours of music or audio. And well, we've already reached that limit. So, eventually, we will have everything out on SoundCloud as well. Uh, I think currently only episode two is on there. Um, so yeah. We'll let you guys know. Definitely. When we get that set up. Hit us up at pastcurfew2019 on Twitter. Um, or hit us up individually. We'll, we have our personal accounts linked on there, I think. Um, if not, it, I'm at Jay Overson. And I'm... Uh... At XX, Ethan James XX. <laughs> yeah. I, it was kind of complicated, but I was, like, trying to change it from my last name. So I was like, fuck it. I just need something to put out there. Yeah. Um, But also, uh, you can also just email us. Passcurfew at gmail.com, like we said on the earlier in the pod. Passcurfew2019. 2019 at gmail.com, my bad. Yeah. So, yeah, just let us know. 
Um, if you want us to sponsor your music, basically, we do it for free. If we yeah. like, you know, yeah. if we just, we just like to. Now, if you're like Drake, you know, we're going to have to charge you. Yeah, because you you're, you're making money, fam. We need that money, too. <laughs> we but need that guap. I don't think he really needs our sponsorship, but. I would hope not. <laughs> yeah, if Drake really just gets that shitty. I mean, it's possible. What if 6 9 just gets out? He's like, yo, guys, I need to make a resurgence. <laughs> will you, will, will you uh, promote me? Be like, no, but hey, that's a good segue because our deep dive on 6 9 will be out soon, hopefully, probably in the next, I don't know, week. Uh, we'll do it eventually. I don't want to say week, but I mean, we hate I would a say lot, by so. the end of the month. Yeah. For sure. I mean, we only have like one, like two products to listen to. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It'll be soon. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, by the end of the month, that'll be out uh, deep dive with 6 9. So, yeah. And then soon come, we're going to get into some uh, deeper dives. I know we mentioned what our plan was with that last week, I believe. Uh, the deeper dive is basically going to be breaking down an artist's albums one by one. Or... Yeah, because the, the deep dive is more about their their life and, and their projects, too. And, you know, what else? What other else they've done. Um, but the deeper dives, we want to break down, uh, you know, musicians' music. Like, just everything. So. And, of course, it could be musicians or actors or Yeah, or, or directors. Whatever. Whatever, um, bands. Yeah, but yeah, I think we're going to be getting into some deeper dives here soon. I think we're probably going to be starting off with J. Cole. Yeah. And that'll be kind of a long-form series on J. Cole. Uh, we'll be covering each project individually. And then uh, getting into, hopefully, his new project that's coming this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it should be really awesome content. Hope you guys enjoy everything that's coming. Once again, thank you for listening. Yep, thank you. And uh, take it easy, motherfuckers. Peace out.